Hi everyone, this is Haley from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today's episode of Expert Answers features William McMillan and Fraser Finlay from Biopack Systems, who join me for a webinar focused on new technology and best practices for recording quality metabolic data from human research participants. William, Vice President and Founding Member of Biopack Systems, is on a path to make physiological recording equipment as easy to use as possible. And Fraser is the CEO of Biopack. With more than 25 years experience, he is a well-regarded expert in the physiology monitoring industry. Let's jump in. Does this system, or is this sim system, limited for use with only humans, or do you have other adaptations for use with other animals? Right now, on this first revision, it's really for human measurements, but we do plan on on having, you know, we're able to change the, the, the size of the chamber, and we can put in a little cage for animals, and then we'd have to optimize the O2 and CO2 sensors for the range of the animal, but it's completely doable. Great. How does this system differ from gases too? Yeah, that's a good question. They do look very similar. However, the gas system three is a, is really a total redesign. The system has an expanded CO2 range of one to 10%, which is then allows us to do the more strenuous exercise tests up to VO2 max. It has the heater that we talked about that is critical for doing the VO2 max testing. It also has a built-in ambient pressure, temperature, and humidity sensor, you know, which the gas system two didn't have. So basically, we've taken a lot of the setup that was needed with the gas system two out of it. And the software runs a script, it kind of runs almost, if you're familiar with the um, lessons that we have or the, or the templates that we have that guide you through it and take care of a lot of the setup and the correction for standard temperature pressure. And so it's just a much easier system to use. And plus the, the gas calibration is not required that often or, or hopefully hardly at all. That's my Great. best answer. <laughs> Great. Is there, or what is the limit to the duration of recording, if any? Um, we're talking in terms of if someone wanted to do like a marathon on a treadmill. Oh boy, gosh, I can't imagine doing a marathon with that face mask on, but you're really only limited by the, you know, the, the, the memory you have on your computer for saving the data. So really it, it can do it. It's just, that'd be an interesting test. Okay. It's hard enough for me to do it. I mean, I can't even do half of one, but with having a face mask on, it would be really tough, but you can do it. Great. How often must the gas system be calibrated in order to ensure accurate results? So there's two types of calibration. There's the gas calibration you know, which requires the precision gas references. And then there's the airflow and ambient calibration that we did, that we showed in our, our little video. We tried to eliminate the need for constant gas calibrations. We've been testing a system here. The O2 and CO2 have held their accuracy for over eight months. We believe they can hold their accuracy even longer, depending on the usage. It's important to note that the sensors and associated circuitry have temperature and pressure compensation. They're basically designed to work in cars and in building systems. And, you know, they need to hold their accuracy. They're not going to be pulled out and calibrated every few months. So that's the type of sensors we're using. But we do require ambient air calibration, which basically the airflow transducer needs to establish a, a zero flow baseline and uh, that we showed in video. And then there's the flushing for one minute to get the O2 value. Okay. Can the airflow transducer and or the gas chamber, can they be moved after calibration? Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about gas calibration, calibrating gas, you know, but as we showed, I'm assuming you're saying move to another state or something or, or another location that's 
uh, at a different altitude or something. And yes, um, the only then you would just have to, again, calibrate the airflow transducer and the flushing of the system. Okay. What is the youngest or the smallest subject that you can study using this system? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, You know, definitely can't use it on infants, but I would say, you know, eight to 10 years old, we really haven't tested that fully yet on on real young children. So I I can't say accurately, but I, you know, my, my best guess is like a 10 year old. Sure. Perfect. Thank you. And then one last question before we wrap up, are there best practices for combining measurements of EMG and heart rate or HRV with metabolic function? Yeah. Best practices. Well, you see that when we add the ECG to channel four on the MP36, we've used up all the four of the analog channels, mm-hmm. but you can um, use another MP36 and add four more channels and um, our software can synchronize the triggering of the two and, and be able to acquire the eight channels. If I have time to mention one more thing, there's of course. something I forgot to mention on the system. And that is that, so the, we're able to on each channel read not only analog data, but serial data. And so on this system, the O2, so this is channel two, is not only reading O2, but it's it's reading ambient temperature, pressure, humidity, as well as chamber temperature and humidity. So we're able to read on channel two, we're able to read actually six signals. I forgot to mention that, and that's one, you know, something new in the gas system three versus the gas system two. So that we're able to constantly monitor the, the, the conditions. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you will tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work, offer tips, tricks, and best practices, but most of all, share science. Don't forget to subscribe.